Here we go. Starting Here we now. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. The Almost Sideshow, where we look at Barry episode by episode. We are nearing the end of what is out there for us to watch. And we're going to have to wait for the next season. I don't know what we're going to do with ourselves. I'm Terry. He's Adam. How's it going, Adam? We're going to be like Gloria Stewart and Titanic. It's been 85 years since the last episode of Barry. Uh, this was a bear. This is what this was a, a Barry tranquil episode with the ocean waves in the background. Very tranquil. It was very a very calm. different episode. Slowly. Especially paced. after the adrenaline rush of the one before. Yeah. But um, very ominous and scary at times. Jim frightens me in all the. Yeah. Good yeah. And. And it's interesting to have an episode like this just one before the season finale. It's really makes you wonder. Hmm. What, yeah. <laughs> are we going to have another episode like this to end it? Or are we going to have chaos like we did the episode before? I don't know. We'll talk about that at the end. But first, we got to talk about this episode because a lot happens, but not a lot happens. In this episode, because like you said, it's got that very different vibe to it. So let's get into it. Barry, season three, episode seven is entitled Candy Asses. It reminds me of The Rock's catchphrase in WWE. I'm going to lay it down the smackdown on all you candy asses. I'm like, that's that's great. I thought that was trademarked. <laughs> I was I was waiting for when it dropped and the place it dropped like that's 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 just perfect. Anyways, here we go. Yeah. Here's what happened in this episode. On this episode, we bounce back and forth between all our characters. First, Barry is left for dead, but wakes up in the morning in the morning, barely still kicking it. He has visions of a beach with a gathering of all the people that have died because of him. Ryan Madison's father finds him and debates whether to kill him or leave him at the hospital. He decides to save Barry and kill himself. Now, Sally, her new show is odd. She doesn't quite fit in, but she finds out Natalie has a new show. Sally breaks her privately on the elevator, but Natalie records the whole thing and posts it. Sally tries to apologize kinda she then berates Lindsay, who has to drop her as a client kind of looks like her career is coming to an end here fairly Mm -hmm. soon hank he goes to bolivia to try and find crystal ball and he ends up getting captured and imprisoned with other remaining chechens fuchs he finds moss's father who immediately takes him to the police because he knows he's the Raven. But you said it's Jim, right? Jim Moss. I, I yeah. kept on missing his name. Jim hears Gene thought Barry killed Janice. So he goes and asks Gene. Gene tries to lie. But you get the sense that Jim doesn't buy it. The master interrogator that he is. 
Well, now Gene. Gene, his show seems to be doing all right. And Annie is starting to get noticed as the director. Now we come back to Fuchs. Albert interrogates Fuchs with the cameras off. Albert tells Fuchs his connection to Barry. And Fuchs tells Albert everything. Albert leaves the police station with gun in hand. Adam, what did you think? Um, there was a joke I was thinking of, and then I was like, it was Jim, right? <laughs> he said, uh, this was a good episode. I, it's not my favorite episode. It, it's setting up little pieces, little nuggets here. Uh, I think it's really kind of focused on the remaining players of Jim and trying to wrap up the season finale. So it's not really focused on Barry too much. It's setting up the Fuchs and Jim and Albert all into big play here, I think. And I think it's going to... I think that's going to be a mixture. The finale is going to be a, a mixture of this plus cause some probably some action stuff, I would imagine. But overall, this was a, a really kind of a, like a poignant episode. I think there was a lot of kind of reflection on Barry's part because he couldn't really do anything. He was just basically just wheezing the whole time. Right. Uh, with the poison, as you do. <laughs> uh, but I th- really liked the touching scene with like uh, Ryan Madison's father in the, the car. I thought that was really just well done there. The whole Sally turn kind of saw that there was a jealousy. She kind of had Natalie under her thumb for a while. So, of course, why would she be, you know, she's obviously jealous of that. She's getting some kind of notoriety. I I like the stuff with Jean. I liked how that's set up. But it's something that's it's good to have. But I don't know. It's not like the stand out the episode. But it's overall, it's a pretty solid episode that has sets up little nuggets and pieces leading into the finale i feel yeah it kind of reminds me a little bit of something game of thrones love to do and that is (laughs) it would have an episode where everything happens and then the next episode would be nothing happening because all it is is just the reactions of everybody to what had just happened and that's kind of what this one felt like is it it's the aftermath of the chaos of episode six because you had so much going on in that yeah, Walking Dead was really good for this too. It's like, but they were even worse. It's like we'll have really something happening at the beginning of the season, in the middle of the season, and the end of the season. But we'll have like a twenty season episode, <laughs> and there's like a bunch oh. of filler and build up with the reactions. But thankfully, Barry is thirty minutes, and it's a it it's a very enjoyable kind of quote unquote filler episode. Right. Well, and what's interesting is I, I mentioned it's kind of like Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones always mm-hmm. seemed to have its chaotic episode be the second to last episode true and then the fallout with the twists and turns would be the season finale we had the chaotic episode the second to last episode or the third to last episode yes and now this one is the calm before the storm of the season finale i'm assuming Mm -hmm. and so uh yeah you've got a lot of interesting stuff going on here i thought it was interesting there was no at least i was i watched on hbo max there was no previously on it just jumped yeah, right in. And I thought Church that was quiet. kind of interesting. Yeah. And and what what's interesting is you don't know you don't know why. It's like because why are why are we in a church setting? Because I mean, for all we know, this could have been Barry's funeral. Um, because last we saw him, he was, you know, collapsing on the ground, foaming at the mouth. Not quite sure how he didn't die, but um, 
you know, she we'll wasn't, she wasn't good it. with her poisons. <laughs> Apparently just probably not didn't give enough. Uh, she's new at being I, a black widow. I figured <laughs> it out. It, it, it had to do with something with, uh, Mitch and his beignets. It, it, the, the beignet counterdicts the, the poison. So it was clearly like set up. So the, the power of the beignet. That's has that's 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 what we're going with. I think he, Mitch knew Barry wasn't going to dip his toe, and so <laughs> he he put a little you know just in case a little uh, uh, anti poison in there yeah. to uh, counteract what might happen. So silly. They, they're going to change. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh yeah and and we get a little bit from every character which is really really fascinating here what was your favorite scene all right so i this was kind of tough because there's there's a little i I think i i'll just say this i think it's my favorite scene was barry and mr madison in the car about richard kremp is his name richard richard no no, george george kremp right i think wasn't that the dad or richard george george krempf is his name george krempf and i think that was just a really good scene because it's like a reflection scene about like what you would do because you love your i think that's every parent's nightmare is losing your your kid right no uh and when you actually do it's like it's devastates your world and so having that decisions like do you take the guy out who killed, who was responsible for it? Or do you so kind of mercy and not? So that was like, that was just one of those really kind of, you know, maybe not as hard hitting as some other moments, but it was just a nice little reflective, like kind of inside of what his mental state was. And he can, he chose the diff. He chose not to kill Barry. Like the other characters have, he chose to kind of save Barry, but kind of, the pain of not having a son was too much. So he, he took his life. I think that was kind of a good kind of reflection or I guess comparison. Cause you see the, the mom and her son get shooting her son, Chris's wife. And you even see possibly Jim in a way too, trying to go after people who hurt them where Ryan's dad didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, uh, it, it, that was a great scene. I didn't have mm-hmm. that down as my favorite scene, but I had Ryan's dad down as my favorite minor character because of that scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it call. was, it was some of the best. The it, it was, What's great about this episode is there's so much characterization happening in this episode. And that is a great moment where you mm-hmm. see this character that we've seen just little bits and pieces of throughout the three seasons. And and he gets this moment to shine and and does and and the result yeah, is heart. heartbreaking, mm-hmm. um, and especially as you see Barry getting wheeled away and looking back like that shot was just that was that was the be- probably one of the, that's probably one of the best shots of the uh, this season I would think one of the better shots and shout out to Bill Hader he directed this episode yeah uh, it, yeah he uh, he got everything out of it he could for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, my best scene, uh, was the scene between Sally and Lindsay, Hmm. uh, when, when she, she reacts too quickly, she posts her apology before Lindsay shows up. Lindsay's freaking out about it because it was a horrible apology, which it was. And she's, I'm trying, I told the truth. Why, why am I, why is it a problem that I told the truth and all this? It's, 
Yeah, it's really, really interesting. And uh, and she kind of freaks out. And what I realized in that moment is she is truly turning into her uh, her acting teacher. Like she has ah, she has gotten to a point where good. she is burning every bridge in the industry and she is going to end up on the outside looking in just like Jean was. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that that was one of the things I was noticing is she but at, and she's taking it. She feels like she's doing what's right, but it's not going the way it's supposed to go. And, Especially in her head, yeah. And Lindsay, mm -hmm. Lindsay's sitting there, and and like she's blaming Lindsay, and Lindsay's like, "What am I supposed to do with this? I have no choice. I can't work with you anymore." Yeah. And and Sally says something like, "Well, good, because I don't want to work with liars." It's like you you are so upset right now that you are just going to hurt everybody who possibly who you possibly can't. Yeah, I, I think that's yeah, that's a, that's a really good scenery. You you can just tell how talented the actress who plays Sally is. It, I, I can't remember. Can't, what's would you remember? What's her name? Yeah, I mean, um, for me, Sarah Goldberg. So Sarah Goldberg. I mentioned her in my you know performances inside of performances on the last main show, of the podcast too. She's such a been such a great actress. Like she's her talents as just a an actress for, for this character. It's like completely been better than the other two seasons. I feel she's one of the big standouts for this one. Uh, and the scene in the elevator and scene with this is like, she just has that intensity and that like fire in her, but she's has no filter on it. And she's not really processing what she's saying. She's just kind of blurting it out. Cause she's uh, just like, she's just going come in, her thoughts come in and just go straight out, out and without any kind of thoughts of repercussions of what's to come. And I think I, I don't want to get too far. I don't want to go too into like what's going to happen next episode. I have some takes, some probably ideas what's going to happen. So I'll, I'll save that for back for the later episode. But I think it's going to be a pretty uh, interesting to see what Sal, how Sally reacts in the next episode. Yeah. What her next step is, is going to be interesting. Yeah. Uh, the Fuchs bag of the episode. I mean, I have two written down, but one of them is Sally. Because uh, like her her little moment with Natalie is kind of the worst. <laughs> like, yeah, kind of the worst. But, I mean, she <laughs> treated her like crap. And now that she's having some success, her friend is having success. Air she quotes friend. <laughs> can only, well, I, yeah, she can only treat her like more crap. Yeah, and and I mean me. and Nat Natalie like when Sally was in the dumps, Natalie went to her and like comforted her and made her feel better, and now she can't be happy for her success. She has to destroy. Her. Yeah, this is true. Good call on that one. That's a good, I had a, maybe a more difficult time. I didn't actually think that going that route, but that that's you're absolutely right with that choice. That should have been what I put down too. Uh, I'm going with the blow dart gun guy. <laughs> just he just got he's just like yeah no uh, oh drugs okay and and then you just know Hank is I, I thought that was what you were doing. I just didn't want to be rude. <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to be rude. So yeah, that's a, it's just like it's a little comet comedy in this uh, episode that we kind of needed to kind of break up some of the more kind of slower intense moments there but yeah the blow dart gun guy just you know not saying anything to him just shoots him with a, a dart and uh 
Hank should have known better. He should have said something. He's just too polite. He knew. He knew he it. He knew. Uh, what was your other one? My other one was the the showrunner of the Medusa show. Yeah, it's a good he, call that too. Dude, that yeah. dude's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what do you mean? <laughs> no, that's what's the want. What that's what needs yeah. done? Wait, it's a good call. What? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was horrible. I like all the other uh, writers of the show. Like we've been wanting to say that for years, but never had the guts. <laughs> to yeah, do they, it. They, they, you you know that they were just no, no. Yeah. All right, the Mitch man. The Mitch man. man. Uh, we're gonna go <laughs> with Medusabi, Medus or Medusabi. That's the character that Sally's describing in the Medusa show that eats the boner. <laughs> yep, I was I was going with the bartender who, uh, yeah, that was all. Yeah. That that, that whole part scene of it, was yeah. was with yeah, because that's really the that's only thing that's even close to <laughs> referencing anything of that in this. Pretty much, yeah. It's it was kind of tough. I was like, yeah, well, I'm gonna go with that. I think that's gonna be a good answer. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a good one. Uh, all right. Hey, that's John Hamm, best new face award. I'm gonna go first on this one. I don't think there were any new faces, but I'm going to say, other than the blow dart guy, which would be a good answer, mm-hmm. I'm getting change this one for today and say the best old face because we saw that whole crowd and it i i couldn't write it down fast enough as it was panning through the crowd because as it went through the crowd where did i i had it i had some of them here um you've got uh you have the guy from the first kill you've got uh goron standing there chris is there uh meyerbeck is there fernando is there everyone who has died as a result of Barry was in that crowd. Yeah. There was no Moss. No Moss. That's what I was like. That's kind of LVP, but Mm. maybe she's doing something else. That was the only one that I was like, that's the one that you clearly want to show, but yeah, but you had, you had a lot of Chechens. You had a lot of Bolivians. You had, you had uh, Chris, (laughs) Chris, Taylor's sister. (laughs) in there was was she i missed i didn't see that yeah she was yeah. i think the blonde biker that's what i had i, I think that was oh, her okay yeah okay i didn't realize she died yeah i, I guess I, I guess so i don't know that that thing was whole chaotic all chaotic and they were all wearing helmets at the time i couldn't figure out which one was which. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> no colored uh uniforms but <laughs> but yeah, yeah that was a really cool scene uh to see that um yeah, that uh, that was definitely a good old face uh, tag there. I like that. I think this guy's been my my old face. I think he's been there too. But it's the guy talking to Gene's agent. I've seen that guy's before. He's the older guy. Yeah. Who's like, talk. I've seen him. He has like that face, but I have no idea what his character's name was. I have I've seen him in a movie or a TV show, but I I would try to look it up, but I couldn't figure out who it was. I was trying to find him too, and I couldn't. That's the figure guy. It out. Yeah. Because he was like he, he, I don't. He may have been in that the season before, it was briefly. Oh, but wait. he, he maybe not. I just found him. Oh well, there we go. He is. Uh, his character's name was Ben Jacobson. The actor's name is Phil Reeves. Uh, most known for being an Alexander Payne uh, actor. Mm. So he was. He was in Sideways. He was in Election. He was in About Schmidt. Boom. Um. But I don't even vacationing doctor oh 
Oh, I think he's the guy who uh, who yells at Jack for language and sideways and covers his kids' ears. Nice. Um, he was in four episodes of Brooklyn Nine Nine, twenty episodes of Veep. Oh yeah, okay, um, I remember him from Brooklyn Nine. Yeah, I think he's one of the the police chiefs. I think. Uh-huh, no, uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Now, so, now I got it. I thought it was someone different, and then it wasn't, and then yeah. So I was. I'd then been it looking is. For who that guy was. <laughs> there we go. I found him. Perfect. There That's we go. That's a good call. It's a good call. All right. I already said my Jermaine Minor character was uh was George Kremf, Ryan Madison's dad. Who's yours? Cheryl, Annie's assistant. Mm. So gives her some good advice. Like, I've never done this. It's been like 30 years. It's like, what? what's your name again? What's your name? Cheryl. <laughs> uh, oh, Cheryl. Uh, what was it? Cheryl writing. Cheryl, yeah, she's... Cheryl scripting or something scripting, like that. Scripting, that's what, yeah, something. So yeah, Cheryl uh, giving out some sage advice, some words of wisdom to uh, an inexperienced uh, director. But uh, yeah, good stuff there. Don't want him to know. Yeah, that or was the, a great one. Yeah, or the or it's the uh, or the actress who was embarrassed, and the other one wasn't embarrassed during that one scene. <laughs> Good, you should be. <laughs> or we can go with the taxi, the guy who controlled the taxi, just popped in, bumped Gene. Oh yeah, hey, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm acting here. <laughs> good. That's good. That's good too. All right. Uh, let's see here. The very relatable moment. I think everybody, this is reflection, really. I think reflecting mm. on stuff that's had, like the, the whole thing where he's reflecting on the, his kills that he's had. Like, where he's seeing the light, and so he's, that's his last kind of thought is like the people that he, how he got here type of thing at that spot. So, kind of reflection. I think we've all had times of reflection, and we all have those in probably different ways. But I think that's the, the most relatable thing is that it, when you're, at certain crossroads in life, I think that's just, it's kind of a natural thing that happens. And seeing that actually play out was, it's actually really done really well. And uh, I'd never actually thought that that's where they're going to go, bring everybody back. But I love it when shows do that. Cause it's like, not just like, like scrubs did it and they bring all back, like the office had done it to bring back popular characters into the mm-hmm. back into the show. And you can kind of nostalgic for the, the memories you had with those characters too. So having this, that one scene pop up i think it was really cool to have that little moment, quiet moment and i think it's the calm before the storm like you were, you were saying too so it's yeah. good to have that little quiet moment and then uh ready for some chaos now well and just and even i mean what it represents to barry too that it's mm-hmm. it's the it's the the legacy he's leaving behind yeah a wake of dead bodies yeah. and and him realizing this is what his lifestyle and who he is has led to. And I, that's, yeah, I think that's, that's really interesting. I, uh, um, yeah, I love the look Chris has on his face when Barry waves at him. It's like, like, uh, what? We're we're staring at the ocean. Stop it. (laughs) That's kind of the look. What's wrong with you? Look at the water. Yeah. The water. (laughs) So the uh, the very relatable moment I had was uh, what we were just talking about before that with uh, with Annie and that idea of pretending you you know what you're doing and then it turns out that you kind of do. Um, it it reminded me of, I mean it, it's kind of like you know first first day first week first month on a job, 
Mm. And you're you're kind of trying to figure out what you're doing, and half the time you're like, "What am I doing here? I do do I am, do I know what I'm doing?" Now, take it till you make it. <laughs> exactly, and and I you you understand that. However, think of it now as you stand in front of a classroom of twenty middle school teenagers. <laughs> that first that first day of the first year of teaching, you're like, "What?" the hell am i doing and it, i did all this right. all of last year <laughs> i pretend i gotta pre- pretend i know what i'm doing because they smell fear yeah, um, they do they know like, and so so annie not wanting gene to know i don't want you i could never let them know and yeah i i totally get that that feeling that vibe it's a good call i like that i, I also give mad props we haven't mentioned him but much but gene Given con- control to Anne, and even though he he made his suggestions, like okay, you're cool, yeah, okay, that's what you say. We're doing. He's again. he's doing everything to try and to try and earn that back, but yeah, yeah. All right, LVP is I. I think not having Janice is an LVP moment in that reflection sequence. Oh, okay, but I'm probably overall going with Sally's. Um, uh sally's tmz video that he uh she recorded basically and sent in like the her fake apology it's like that was pretty bad pretty bad yeah it wasn't good it wasn't good and it started all right and then it got bad my lvp my lvp's gene because uh the opening to his show kind of sucks uh i'm watching like this is really corny this is really bad but it's totally gene so but i'm like i i would turn that off immediately if i saw that on so i wonder if we're gonna get any of uh no one likes it this this show's horrible i wonder if we're gonna get any of that at some point but yeah that that whole opening i'm like yeah i like how he says matt we wear masks or, or masks and every time i think i was thinking of jim carrey's the mask it's like when he's imitating bill uh, ben stein we all wear masks metaphorically speaking <laughs> so the whole time thing i was thinking about that. speaking yeah <laughs> pretty much uh yep all right call. mvp Ooh, ah whoever picked out the music of jim moss like when he was like he had snapped in his head <laughs> Oh my goodness, that was a horror film right there. Like he was like, that's the killer of your horror film right there. He's like, he's gonna, he's means he means business right there. That was definitely uh, mood changing. So that was, uh, but Jim Moss, yeah, that's that's my MVP because you can, his mind's manipulating. He's very good at manipulating. He manipulated Fuchs. He planted a seed, and I don't know if I necessarily buy that he the, the guy committed suicide, but the seed was planted to distract him from taking him to the cops perfect you he played the player he knew who he was getting in bed with and he played him i loved it I, he, I love that scene where where he's talking about that whole where he you know he he made the interrogator kill himself and and fuchs is trying to justify how it was a fluke <laughs> it's like well i mean the, i guess this could have happened i don't know you may have just caught him on a bad day <laughs> yeah well he does live in vietnam <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, calm down, Fuchs." And then I have uh, a cousin that I told that he that when he was flipping flapjacks, he he was doing yes. it wrong, and he went out in the back and hung himself. <laughs> same same situation. Same situation. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
All right. Um, I've got two down for MVP. First, I have Albert because hmm. he, his, yeah, I don't one. know what's going through his mind. I really don't at this point. Mm-hmm. He's but kind of an unknown right now. He is. He knows everything now. He knows it all. And he knew that if he went into Fuchs and said, I'm Albert, that Fuchs would spill it. And so he's heading out. And now is he heading out to go take out Bear? I mean, this is getting into other stuff, but that I, I love that character. I love and I love what he did in this episode. My other MVP is Noho Hank. Uh, just, I mean, shout out to, to him flying all the way to Bolivia to try and figure this out. And also... I have to mention him because Anthony Kerrigan is now a SAG nominated actor, best actor in a television show comedy at the SAGs this year, Anthony Kerrigan alongside Bill Hader, but shout out to Anthony Kerrigan, man. He deserves it, especially this season. I mean, he's turned this cartoon of a character into someone that is that has real depth to him that you really feel for. Yeah, I definitely agree that that the interrogation sequence is completely probably one of my favorite like moments of the episode, the season two. He's like, this is my first. His name's the Raven. It's a good name. It's a good name. Totally not. So, a fake. Uh, probably not a fake name. Yeah, his whole first interrogation. Uh, that's great. Anthony Kerrigan's a great call there. The, uh, the Dodgers hat. I, it, it's the that's the one. It goes well with his character. I would say. Yeah. Yes. But yes. bad for him saying Cristobal, Cristobal. It's like he's playing Cristobal. a game of Marco Polo. Marco yeah. Polo. It's like he's trying to find the guy. Cristobal <laughs> so, Fentes. Yeah, that was yeah. not a good idea. Not a good call. But yeah. oh, drugs. All right. <laughs> What's gonna happen? What's right, happening gonna... on the season finale we have ahead of us? I think Sally goes to Barry. I, she I has think she's to. gonna make she's gonna she's gonna go and say, yeah, I'm taking you up on that offer now. But for Natalie. Oh, oh, that that in that way. See, I thought she was gonna go to him because he's in the hospital. Like I, I think the the the, the curveball on this whole thing is everything is going down while Barry's in the hospital. True. So how is that going to play out? I mean, Albert's going to go look for Barry and find him in a hospital bed. Mm-hmm. I think Sally's going to find out Barry's in the hospital and she's going to go to his bedside. I, I think everything's yeah. going to come to a head at the hospital. And what's going to, how's that all going to play out? True. I, th- I think maybe when she's going to be, I, I don't know. I, I, but who knows if there's, if there's going to be a time jump too, or, or, or he just pulls one of those uh, things and he's just, oh books it out of the the hospital too like who we don't know necessarily what's going to happen but it's 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 gonna be interesting because it's i it, mean it, he was barely hanging on in the back of that car though true he, but i don't think i want to see much it, longer i don't think i want to see confrontation with albert jim and sally and barry and at a hospital bed i don't think that's yeah he'll try and know, sneak out or enough. something has to be something like that but it, it and is Albert on his side? Is he going to be like, dude, you saved me, so I'm going to save you? Is it? I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. I, one thing I one thing I'm I'm going to call this right now in the season finale, while in the hospital, we see uh, the mom and or the oh, son yes. that that got shot in the car that Barry watched. We're going to see like that. In the hospital, 
So it's like all within a day of the, the, the episodes. That would be pretty good. I was wondering. Well, I mean, depending on how bad the wounds are, he could he could have been in the hospital for a while. I'm wondering now. I kind of want to go back and watch that ocean scene and maybe see mm-hmm. if that kid is in it. Ooh, that's a good yeah. I, I wasn't paying close enough attention because you know you're looking for the the big faces. I mean, after you see Goron right there, it's like, oh, man, that's who the, all these people are. So you start looking for the rest of them. But uh, that's one I wasn't thinking about until now. So, yeah, that's, that's an interesting call. Yeah. What's going to Fuchs? I mean, he always seems to weasel his way out. What's going to happen to Hank? Hank is is in a Bolivian prison cell. But I mean, they're trying to figure out what's going on between Hank and Cristobal. Elena's running the whole thing. I could see Elena just letting it go. Maybe, maybe he uh, or and saying, you know, go be happy. Uh, is Hank gonna, you know, try and pull the Raven? Did it again? Um, <laughs> it was the Raven. A totally, name. totally good name. Not, not made up. Um. Yeah. yeah the, the, no Hank's up. I have no I no even speculation what's going to happen with that. Because it could go so many ways. Because he really doesn't know what's going on. He's kind of like the victim. He does, I, I, As far as we know, he doesn't didn't know that Crystal had a wife that I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah. he Not at all. Not at all. So he's definitely kind of like a... <laughs> Elena and Crystal are kind of like... <laughs> or not Crystal, but uh, no, Elena and Noel Hank are kind of, you know, victims in kind of the in it this little scandal there but it's it's kind of gonna be interesting to see what happens with his character mm-hmm. yeah so yeah that that'll be that'll be an interesting one and yeah oh, where... i was with gene too i forgot we forget to mention gene because you know how he started his sweat too because jim put it together like it's barry it actually has more to do with it i mean he's a great actor but did could he really hide it i don't know if he hid it well enough and i and just gene have something to do to try to like warn barry or uh go after barry himself because it kind of sparked some of those feelings again try to help him no i think he tried to help him i think he sees that he's at that he's in a point where he's moving on he's starting his life over does he kiss the cook like i don't don't know (laughs) i know uh yeah i think it's gonna be good i don't know there's so many different moving parts right now could go anywhere anywhere it, it could it could but yeah this this episode really sets up a very ominous vibe for the last one and we don't really know where it's gonna go mm-hmm. which is good i like it. I, it it's a different it's a different feel heading into a season finale because usually you know you get to that season finale and it's like what and and then chaos is gonna ensue this was such a subdued look where all the characters are and it doesn't mm-hmm. really give you any idea of where anything it's yeah all right well i'm excited to see where it goes me too we have one more episode of the sideshow till we're out of barry until the new season comes out let I think that sink out in time this year uh, yeah it's crazy uh, it is it is but we will be here to talk about the season three finale next week. Adam, any last words? Bring it on. Just give us, Bring give it to us. It. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. Well, with that, uh, we will see you next time on the Almost Sideshow. Until then, high five. High five.